It's time for us to check in with TV Week magazine's Rick Forchuk. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Raji. All right. The new Jordan Peele movie, lay it on us. How was it? Well, I loved it. I thought it was really a remarkable film. It's called Nope. That's a horror mystery, although it's not really a horror movie in the best sense of it. Yeah, he likes to play with uh, genres in that way, I think. Yeah, exactly. It's from writer-director Jordan Peele. Uh, He did Us and Get Out. Uh, The movie was shrouded in secrecy right from the beginning. There was no inkling from the trailers or from the promo press as to what it might actually be. And now, Raji, having seen the film, I'm still at some level not certain what it really is. It is done in parts with titles such as Gordy, Jupiter, Ghost, and Jean Jacket, all apparently meaningless, but over time, they are stitched together into the garment that is a most unusual UFO thriller. Jordan Peele has flawlessly built the mystery, the tension, and eventually the terror behind the happenings on a ranch about an hour's drive from Hollywood, where O.J., played by Daniel Kalua, his sister Emerald, played by Kiki Palmer, and their movie horses live, their dad having died in the opening scene as objects from keys to coins to trash of all kinds rain down from the heavens. The family works in the movie business, providing horses in particular for commercials and for film work. But something has been happening back at the ranch. Strange lights and noises appear at night in the nearby mountains. The power in the house seems to come and go at will, and the sense of something ominous watching them is heightened in every scene. This is not your average sci-fi thriller. It is full of symbolism, it is rife with mystery, and by story's end, it leaves you sitting, staring at the screen as the credits roll, just trying to process something of what you've seen. The persistent rumor that the title NOPE is an acronym for Not of Planet Earth works for me. And if you take that into the movie with you, it will help a great deal. Unique, unusual, and extremely thought-provoking, this one is a masterpiece of sorts, Raji. I really did like it. It's a very unique movie. You've seen nothing like it before. I love that description so much, and I can't wait to see it. I really enjoy, I mean, I enjoy all of his work, but um, Get Out had that, sim- from 2017, had a similar kind of uh, unplaceable genre thing happening, just yep. like overlap of weird uh, mystery and thriller and like strange dark comedy at times too. Yes, and this one has all of that, all of that, and yet it stands alone. It's uh, it's a Jordan Peele movie for sure, but it's not uh, when you watch it, you don't say, oh yeah, well, another Jordan Peele movie. It is unique. It stands alone. Very Fantastic. Good. Okay, and tell us about uh, Netflix, uh, big one called Gray Man. Boy, and this is a big one. It's uh, Netflix's biggest movie ever in terms of star power, script and setting and budget. Uh, it's the streaming platform's most ambitious from a spending point of view. The budget estimated $200 million rivals or surpasses many theatrical releases. Now, it opened in select theaters last weekend, and this weekend it debuted on the streaming platform, and it is a rock'em, sock'em action thriller where a lot of stuff blows up. I really liked it. It is endless action, one end to the other. Uh, we have stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, uh, Billy Bob Thornton, and Alfre Woodward, among others. Uh, Gosling plays a character named Court Gentry. He's a top CIA operative now, with no one aware of his actual identity. He was in prison through no real fault of his own, because it was his job to be an elite assassin for the agency, but the law didn't see it that way. Uh, He's recruited by an outside agency for a challenging operation from his former handler, and is now on the run with the CIA hot on his tail, in the person of Lloyd Hansen, played by Chris Evans, as they crisscross the world. 
the location shooting in the Czech Republic and France, California, uh, all over the place adds a very authentic twist. And if you're a person who's a fan of the Mission Impossible movies, uh, the 007 movies, this one will really work for you. It is a rock'em, sock'em spy thriller, and that is uh, just outstanding, The Gray Man. Okay, well, that sounds fantastic, but I have to say $200 million to make it? For a Netflix movie, you bet. Wow, for a Netflix movie. That's just unbelievable. And you look at Netflix's uh, woes with money these days, and, you know, they're they're dropping subscribers, and it's I don't even know about what they do with this kind of accounting. $200 million for just one... Uh, movie. Oh my goodness. Yeah, although this quarter Netflix is kind of turning it around. They thought they were going to lose a million dollars. They or lose two million, rather. Two million uh, They only lost a million, so that was only half of what they thought it would do. Yeah. And subscribers have ticked up, and I think uh, the word of mouth on something like The Cray Man is going to get some people back into the fold, because, boy, this one is worth your monthly subscription all by itself and then some. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think that's what it, what it comes down to. I think folks are willing to subscribe, even if there's just one thing that they really, really, really want to watch. Exactly true. And what about Dark Winds? Well, this is a new series that began streaming last week on AMC+, and it's one of the most unique and original pieces of television drama that I've seen in many moons. It is based on the novels of Tony Hillerman, who wrote about Native Americans in a fashion not before seen and were whisked into Navajo country in the Monument Valley Desert area near the Utah border with Arizona circa 1970 as a pair of tribal police officers work on a murder investigation. Now, the authenticity here, Raji, is just outstanding, as language, customs, and interaction with those off the reservation all smack of the kind of reality that makes you taste the desert sand while watching the characters step away from stereotypes and act like real people. The two officers are Joe Leaphorn, played by Zach McLaren, who is of Lakota blood, and Jim Chi, played by Kiowa Gordon, whose mother is of the Huatalpa Nation in Arizona. There are some strong Canadian connections to the story as well. One of the languages spoken by some of the characters is Athabascan, originating on the Alberta-Saskatchewan border, yeah. just south of the Northwest Territories. And also, Raji, a major character here, another member of the Navajo police force, is Bernadette Manuelito, played by Edmonton native Jessica Matten, who is a direct descendant of Cuthbert Grant, the first Métis leader of Canada. Wow. So, as the tribal police work their case, their standard grunt work in tracking down leads, in eliminating suspects, and in following the money, in this case, money from a bank robbery that has found its way to the reservation. And there's also a touch of the supernatural, as Ada Growing Thunder, played by indigenous actress Amelia Rico, said to be a witch, seems to have been able to get inside the mind of Bernadette. Now, the police work is challenged by the spiritual beliefs of both the officers and their quarry, and nothing that happens is predictable at any level. I found this a most enjoyable series, a great binge watch, uh, six episodes, a new episode added each week, but they're all there now for streaming, and I hope to see it continue with that kind of drama. The characters make for an excellent experience, and that, again, is on AMC Plus, Raji. Okay, and on Amazon Prime, something called Anything is Possible? Yeah, this is pretty bizarre. Uh, Billy Porter is seen by some as an outrageous individual, fond of dressing in drag and appearing as, so for example, the fabulous fairy godmother in the most recent Cinderella movie. But here the multiple Tony winner and the Star Search number one performer as top male vocalist makes his directing debut in a Gen Z film with a decidedly different twist. Now, from a distance, uh, distance rather, it looks like a high school romance featuring young love and all that goes with it. 
get closer and we meet the lead character, Kelsa, a supremely confident high school girl in her senior year. And she's played by Eva Rain, a former a performer with a limited resume, but better known as a writer for such publications as Vogue, where she focuses on LGBTQ issues. As Kelsa, who's attracted the interest of a young man named Cal, a classmate played by Abu Baker Ali, Rain's character chooses to pursue the relationship. She is transgender, which opens the door to myriad possibilities as to just where this story lands. It's very interesting. It's a 14A rating. It's called Anything is Possible. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. All right, Rick. Well, thank you. Lots of good suggestions and recommendations for us there. Thank you. Keep those subscriptions coming in. (laughs) We will do. Take care. Thanks, Roger.